Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm Jenny Peterson, a stay-at-home mom of three, turned six-figure social media influencer, turned CEO of my own seven-figure product-based business. I'm obsessed with all things online business, online marketing, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, and social selling. Why am I spilling all my secrets? Because I believe when we all do better, we all do better. Let's dive in. Well, hey there, my friend. This episode is airing on Thursday, January 26th. And let's address the elephant in the room, shall we? Have you already thrown in the towel on your New Year's resolutions? Yeah, me too. (laughs) Did I just shock you? Well, today we're going to talk about how to get back on the goal-setting wagon if you have fallen off. And if you have fallen off like me, stop beating yourself up right now. You're not alone. 92% of people have already quit on their New Year's resolutions by the end of January, including me. And I had some alone time this week, and I really thought about why, what happened? I've identified 10 key mistakes that I made this year in regards to my 2023 goals. And what I'm going to do differently in jumping back on the wagon and setting these goals right this time around. So just so you know, this episode is not made for you to feel bad about yourself or beat yourself up about giving up on your New Year's resolutions. Instead, what I hope it does is I hope that it allows you to learn from my mistakes and inspires you to take action. I hope that after you hear these 10 common goal-setting mistakes that I made, that it can help you identify why Maybe you've given up on your goals now or in the past and help you to create a solid game plan moving forward for actually achieving your goals. It's not too late. It never is. We can learn from our mistakes. We can learn from each other's mistakes and we can try, try again. Before we dive into this episode, girl, you know I'm drinking my trim fit. It's like a ritual for me now. When I'm podcasting, I'm drinking my TrimFit. And it's because TrimFit has three powerful ingredients that give me four amazing benefits. The combination of purple tea from Kenya, which purple tea is a new thing. There's so many health benefits, but one of the biggest ones is it burns fat. Caraluma, which is an edible cactus from India. It's a natural appetite suppressant, girl. I'm not going to be hungry till 3 p.m., okay? And I'm recording this in the morning. And L-theanine, which L-theanine boosts mood. Plus, I'm getting energy, increased energy, 130 milligrams of natural plant-based caffeine that comes from that purple tea plant. So if you haven't tried it yet, I'm obsessed with this drink. You can go to beautifulyou.com. And because you're a loyal listener to the show, use my discount code at checkout code Jenny P, all one word, J-E-N-N-Y-P, to get the biggest discount at checkout. Cheers. Let's dive into this episode. Okay, let's taco about it. Let's talk about what happened. Dang it, now I want a taco. So I hit 2023 hard, and truth be told, I am not a big New Year's resolution kind of girl. I don't really like making these big goals once a year. I'm more of a goal-oriented girl, and I believe that you can make goals anytime. You don't have to wait for Monday. You don't have to wait for the new month. You don't have to wait for the new year. So I made my goals. I announced them to the world on Instagram, and for the first week, I was kicking butt and taking names. I was getting to bed earlier, waking up early, working out, reading my scriptures, working on my marriage, doing decluttering projects. I took before pictures and posted them. And started weighing myself so I could track my progress. 
I felt really good hitting 2023. I felt an increase in my energy. I was seeing the number on the scale starting to go down. And then something happened. And honestly, I can't even tell you exactly what it was that derailed me. It was probably something really stupid. It was probably something like maybe one day I slept in or missed my workout or decided to have a bowl of ice cream before I went to bed. I can't remember what the one thing was that triggered this downward spiral of not working on my goals. But not only that, it's almost like it was almost like a self-sabotaging moment. And I don't know if you can relate to this or not, or maybe you know somebody who does this, but have you ever made a goal and then you messed up? You weren't perfect. And instead of forgiving yourself and moving on and trying again, you had an effort moment. You're like, effort. I had a bowl of ice cream. I failed. So now I might as well finish off the entire container and have a sleeve of Oreos and eat a whole loaf of bread. Is that just me? Have you ever done that before? And it's like you take... And I do this, and this is what happened. And I honestly don't remember what the first thing was that started this chain reaction. But it's almost like I take a bad moment and I make it even worse. It's almost like that one bad decision turns into a slew of bad decisions. That one moment turns into a bad day. And that bad day turns into a bad week. That's exactly what happened to me. And I fell off the wagon. I did not just fall off the wagon. I hit the ground hard. It's like the wagon backed up, ran over me, and then ran over me again. And now we're at the end of January and I'm like, well, crap. I'm part of that 92% of people who gave up on their New Year's resolutions. And to make it even worse, I announced mine to the world. And you know what the saddest part of all is? I actually didn't even realize I was doing it. It took me two weeks to realize and have a moment where I was like, what the heck am I doing? Why am I eating ice cream every single night? I made goals. I announced these goals publicly. Crap, I'm participating in the Get Fit Trim Fit Challenge and I publicly announced I want to lose weight. Uh, How can I publicly announce that I want to lose weight and be healthier and then privately not work out? Privately eat rice pudding every single day. True story. That's 290 calories per serving. And sometimes I have two or three servings a day and eat a bowl of ice cream every single night before I'm going to bed. So once I realized, oh heck, I freaking fell off the wagon, I had to have a heart to heart with myself. I really had to look inward and do some digging. And I had to have a come to Jesus meeting with myself. And I realized that I have made some mistakes with making and setting the goals in the very first place. So I'm gonna share those 10 common mistakes with you. These are mistakes that I have seen other people make as well. So hopefully you can learn from them and not make them yourself. And I'm also going to share with you how I'm getting back on that wagon. And I'm not just getting back on the wagon this time. I'm jumping in the driver's seat and I'm taking the reins. And if you're listening to this and you're like, gosh, I hate making goals. I don't want to make goals. I understand. I went through a period of time where I was very resistant to making goals. It actually caused a lot of friction in our marriage. And I think I thought if I didn't make any goals, then I would never fail. (laughs) It sounds really stupid when I say it out loud. But then I heard some research recently that really made me have an aha moment and be like, okay, I actually do want to make goals. The research said that the act of setting and working on goals makes people happier and it helps combat depression. I never thought about or even realized that. It said that people who make goals and work on achieving those goals are happier. They have higher levels of fulfillment and they feel like they have a sense of purpose in their life. Um, Sign me up for that. 
Yeah, I would like to order happiness and joy with a side of fulfillment and purpose. Thank you very much. And the entire time that I was resisting making goals, I was depressed. Hello. I also learned something new this week when I was listening to the Mel Robbins podcast, and it's called the arrival fallacy. It's a false belief that when we achieve our big goal, then we're going to have everlasting happiness and joy. And I have experienced this firsthand. I just didn't know that it had a name and I didn't know that it was completely normal. Have you ever set and achieved a goal? And then when you actually achieved it, you didn't have like this overwhelming feeling of like happiness and joy. It just didn't feel as you thought it would. It didn't feel as monumental as you thought it was going to feel. It has a name. It's called the arrival fallacy. And I've actually experienced this. So I remember setting and achieving goals like, when I'm a size four, then I'll be happy. When I lose 20 pounds, then I'll be happy. When I compete on stage at a fitness competition, then I will be happy. When I hit the top rank in my company, I'll finally be happy. When I make $50,000 in a month, I'll be happy. And guess what? I hit all of those goals and I didn't have that overwhelming experience that I thought it, it didn't feel like I thought it was going to feel like. I didn't feel like everlasting joy once I hit those goals. If anything, I feel like I almost got depressed. Don't get me wrong. There was like temporary excitement of hitting the goal, but then it wore off and it was kind of like, well, dang, now what? That, my friend, is the arrival fallacy. And that's why we see Olympians and professional athletes and huge Hollywood movie stars hit these amazing monumental goals and they're still not happy. So after I heard these two pieces of research this week, I was a little confused because I'm like, okay, so the research says the people who set and work on achieving goals, they're happier in life and have a higher sense of fulfillment and purpose. But on the flip side, the research says that there's this thing called the arrival fallacy and the act of actually hitting the goal doesn't bring ultimate joy. They kind of contradict each other, don't they? So here's the secret. The truth is the happiness that goal setters experience is from setting and working on their goals day in and day out. It is the daily habits that they're creating. It's the daily progress of working towards a goal that increases their happiness. It's not the final destination or the end goal. It's the journey of becoming that makes those goal setters experience more happiness, fulfillment, purpose, and joy in their life. I just learned this and I wanted to share it with you because I'm like, this is fascinating to me. And now that I know the science and the research behind it, I'm like, okay, I want to set goals because A, I want to be a happier person and B, having a life that feels fulfilling and full of purpose. Uh, yes, please. And it's good to know that I'm completely normal, that when I actually hit my goals, it might not feel as amazing as I thought it would feel, but how can we actually fight that arrival fallacy? First of all, it helps if you actually know about it, right? And I just found out, I was like today years old when I found out about it. So, hey, you can't fight something that you don't even know about, right? So what we have to do is we have to stop saying, when I achieve X, Y, Z, then I'll be happy. That's the first part. Stop saying that because that's not going to happen. And second, enjoy the journey. And I know I sound like a Hallmark card right now. Enjoy the journey. But seriously, that's the part that's going to give us that happiness that we're craving and that level of fulfillment and purpose. Creating the new habits feels good. We get dopamine shots after we do the new habits, after we keep the commitments that we made to ourselves. New habits change our identity. It changes how we view ourselves. It changes who we are. And habits are the evidence you see that you're becoming a different person. 
Ultimately, I believe that we're placed on this earth to become the best versions of ourselves that we can be. Here are the 10 mistakes that I made in regards to making my 2023 goals this year. And these are 10 common mistakes that you could be making too. I recommend writing these down if you can. Even if you can pull out the notes section on your phone, write them down. Obviously, don't do that while you're driving, duh. I will have a list of these 10 things, these 10 common mistakes people make when setting goals in the show notes as well, but I still recommend you write them down because you'll remember them more if you write them down. The first mistake I made was I didn't write my goals down. I know, like rookie mistake. First of all, you have to identify what your goals are, make them measurable, make them specific, and then write them down. I can't believe I made this mistake. What I did is I made a short Instagram reel sharing my goals and I did write my goals down in the notes section on my phone. But when I realized, oh no, I fell off the wagon. I'm not working my goals. I couldn't tell you what my goals were. I went back in the notes section on my phone to try to find my goals. I could not find, I still can't find them. I thought I wrote them down. Maybe I didn't. So I had to go back and watch the reel that I made and screenshot my own goals. So number one, write down your goals. And then once you've written down your goals, and I am a big believer in pen to paper. Once you've written down your goals, this brings us to mistake number two. My goals weren't visible. They were in my phone somewhere. So I thought, but not in a place that was visible for me to see them every single day. So once you write down your goals, make your goals visible, put them in a place that you can see them every single day. When you see your goals daily, they stay top of mind and you're not going to forget what your goals are. So what I did as I went through my original goals, you know, once I found them, I refined them, I made them more specific. And then I took post-it notes, brightly colored post-it notes and brightly colored bold Sharpies. I wrote my goals on those post-it notes and I put them on my bathroom mirror because I know I'm going to see them every single day there. And I want to be able to see them every single day so that they're top of mind. So at any given time, if somebody says, Hey, what are your goals? I could tell you what my goals are. Here are my 2023 goals. Number one, be in bed by 11 PM. Number two, get up 30 minutes before my kids, which is normally around 6 40 AM. Number three, work out for a minimum of 20 minutes a day, Monday through Friday. Number four, 15 minutes of scripture study daily. Number five, do one declutter project every week. By the way, my old goal was declutter my home. See how that's like not even specific? So I said I'm going to do one decluttering project every single weekend. Number six, go on a date with my husband once a week. This brings me to mistake number three that I made. I didn't define my why. That was a big mistake. I did not identify my why. Why did I want to achieve these goals? Ultimately, I think that's the reason why I have already thrown in the towel on my 2023 goals because I did not define a deeply rooted why, the kind of why that would keep me going every single day, the kind of why that would push me to work on my goals even on the days that I didn't feel like it. My goals are not so much about like weight loss and getting healthy as it is about becoming the best version of myself that I can be. I used to have some really wonderful habits, like a super solid morning routine. I even had a podcast episode all about it, which I will link in the show notes. It's called the miracle morning routine that changed my life. I believe that's what it's called. And then I had another episode called my miracle nighttime routine revealed because I really do believe that secret to a solid morning routine starts the night before. I used to work out every single day. 
and I had so much more energy. And I look back on this time in my life when I had an amazing nighttime routine and morning routine and I was reading my scriptures and I was working out daily and I had a great relationship with my husband. And I want to get back to that because I, I know I have lived that life before and I am craving it. I'm craving for my soul to be on fire. And I actually have an alter ego name for that Jenny who shows up. It's Jenny on fire. And 2023, I want to show up as Jenny on fire. So all of the goals that I've made for myself are around becoming that person, that person that I know I can be leveling up and getting back to the things and the habits that brought me so much joy and happiness. I'm going to go through my goals with you and tell you my why. And this is what was missing the first time around. I didn't really identify why did I want to do these things? First off, goal number one, being in bed by 11 PM. I have gotten into a really bad habit of staying up late and it's like sitting in my bed with my husband. We're both on our phones. We're not really connecting with each other. We're in the same room and staying up late. And then, like I said before, your morning routine really starts the night before. So being in bed by 11 PM and getting a good night's sleep, I need a good night's sleep or otherwise I cannot function. My second goal was to get up 30 minutes earlier before my kiddos. And that means I'm going to be getting up at 6.40 a.m. That was a more specific goal too. I actually put a time to it. Here's the thing. I am naturally not a morning person. I never like roll out of bed and like, yeah, let's do this thing. But I believe that we can change our identity anytime. I have made myself become a morning person in the past and it was freaking amazing. Instead of waking up to my kids, I woke up for my kids. I woke up for myself. Mama, if you're craving some alone time, if you're craving some time to just fill up your own cup, do it first thing in the morning. Same thing with my third goal, working out. I'm going to work out a minimum of 20 minutes a day, Monday through Friday. And I am not a person who naturally loves to work out. But when I work out, my energy skyrockets. It makes me feel younger. It makes my body feel younger. I get increased energy from it. Um, you also get endorphins from working out. Endorphins make you happy and happy people don't kill their husbands. So working out for me every single day is more about taking care of myself because I know it's going to help me to show up as a better mother and a better wife. And yes, I am the highest weight I've been in a while and losing a few pounds would be nice. I'll be honest, but I don't feel like the losing weight is the big why for me. I just don't. And I've talked about this on my Instagram stories too. I am the heaviest I've been and I'm actually okay here. Um, I'm okay here. I love myself the way that I am, but for me, the working out is more about the other benefits that I'm going to get, not just the number on the scale. Well, number four is do my scripture study for 15 minutes every single day. And you might think that's an obvious one. You might think, okay, Jenny wants to work on her relationship with God. And yes, that is absolutely it. But it actually goes much deeper than that for me. I think it was a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, we were at our cabin in Bear Lake, which I love. It's my happy place with Preston's entire family. And my daughter, my youngest daughter went on a walk with Preston's sisters and was talking to them about, I think how she wanted to work on her reading. She is severely dyslexic. Both of my girls are, and they have ADHD as well. And school is a struggle and reading is a struggle. And bless my angel sister-in-laws because they said, what if we read our scriptures every night for 15 minutes a night and checked in with each other? And that's when it started. And they have not missed a single day. 
my 13-year-old and my 15-year-old got on board and they read their scriptures every single night for 15 minutes, every single night. And as their mother, I'm like, holy heck, they're being the example for me. And I feel like, gosh, if my teenagers can do this, what is get, I need to get it together. I need to be doing this too, because I feel like I should be leading the example for them. I'm so grateful for my sister-in-laws because that small thing that they did is actually a huge thing in my eyes. Not only have they helped them with their reading, but they've kept them accountable and they have helped them grow spiritually as well. And I am forever grateful that they've done that. So that's part of my why is I want to be reading my scriptures just like my teenagers are. And I also want to strengthen my relationship with God. I heard a really amazing quote the other day that says, if you want to talk to God, pray. If you want God to talk to you, read your scriptures. Goal number five is to do one declutter project every week. And I normally do these on the weekend. I've been doing declutter projects every week. So it's not so much of like a stretch goal, but it is to keep me going and consistent with, with weekly decluttering my house. I have struggled with clutter my entire life and a cluttered home equals a cluttered mind. It is hard for me to focus when my environment is chaos. And I have learned this about myself and I've been learning all about decluttering and following decluttering experts. So if you ever want me to do a podcast episode about that, I'm actually really passionate. Just slip into my DMs over on Instagram and let me know. But what I have found is I just thought I'm not a tidy person. I'm just a messy person. I just, I'm a hot mess express and I can't keep my, my stuff together. What I have found is everything we own in our homes is inventory. Most of us have too much inventory to manage. And it's not actually that we need to clean more or tidy more. It's just that we need to get rid of all the crap that's in our homes. So I have been very open about my decluttering journey over on Instagram. And I asked in my stories and did a poll if people want me to record and share those. 98% said yes. So I have been recording and sharing and posting those declutter projects that I'm doing weekly. And if you want to check it out, you can find them over on my Instagram account at Jenny underscore Peterson. My sixth goal is to go on a weekly date night with my husband. And when I thought about this, why, why did I make that goal? If I'm being honest, it's because we need to work on our marriage. It's because I want to prioritize our marriage. We've been married for almost 19 years and 2022 was rough for us. Um, I feel like we stopped dating each other. I feel like sometimes we just looked at each other as business partners and not, this is my husband. This is my wife. And I love my husband and I don't want to lose him. And I want to work on our marriage. So I need to prioritize dating the man that I married. And that might feel like I'm sharing too much, but these are the reasons why I picked the goals that I picked. This is the reason why I want to go to bed earlier and I want to get up earlier. And on the days that I don't feel like working out, I need to remember why I made these goals in the first place on the days I want to just go to sleep and I don't want to read my scriptures. I need to remind myself why. So tip number three is to define your why tip. Number four is to remove temptation. I told you earlier, I've been struggling with my diet. I've been eating rice pudding every single day. It's almost 300 calories per serving. I've been eating ice cream late at night, removing the temptation getting the crap out of my house is going to help me hit my goals this time around. Like, first of all, stop buying rice pudding, stop buying the ice cream, get it out of the house. 
Or I know I could just take the ice cream and put it in the basement. We have a second kitchen in the basement. We don't even use as a refrigerator down there. And I know myself that by adding that extra obstacle of putting the ice cream in the basement, we don't have dishes in the basement, by the way. So I would have to go down the stairs, get the ice cream, bring the ice cream up the stairs, scoop the ice cream into a dish, take the ice cream back down the stairs, then come up the stairs again. I know myself and I know that that is enough of an obstacle that will keep me out of the ice cream. So if I want to keep the ice cream in my house for the rest of my family, that's what I need to do. Tip number four for achieving your goals this time around, remove the freaking temptation. Tip number five, set yourself up for success the night before. This is a mistake. I was not doing this. I was not setting myself up for success the night before. What this looks like for me is picking out and laying out my workout clothes the night before. Choosing my workout the night before, which honestly affects how early I need to set my alarm for it. It affects how early do I need to get up? Because if I'm going to do a Peloton ride, I can literally roll out of bed, put on my workout clothes and jump on the bike. But if I'm going to go to the gym and do a class, I that gym is 18 minutes away. I need to plan ahead. So laying out my clothes before really helps me work out in the morning because I know when my alarm goes off in the morning, like I said, I'm not going to feel like getting up. I am never going to feel like getting out of bed. I'm not going to feel like working out. So I know that when I feel like not getting out of bed and when I look over and I see my workout clothes that are laid out, it's almost like future me, Jenny on fire is saying, remember why you want this. It's almost like future me, the person that I'm working on becoming or Jenny on fire, as I call her is saying, if you want to become me, get your butt out of bed put these workout clothes on and get on that bike. You're going to be so happy that you did. Another thing that I tried doing the night before, and it really worked. And it also goes back to the whole idea of keeping your goals top of mind and keeping them visible is I made a post-it note and I wrote in it in big, bold Sharpie, get up and work out. And I put that note on my cell phone, which is also my alarm. So in the morning when my alarm went off, I grabbed my cell phone. I saw the note to myself, get up and work out. With most alarms that are on cell phones too, you can actually change the title of the alarm. So instead of it just saying alarm, you can change it to get your butt out of bed, go work out, fill in the blank, whatever you want the title to be. So now this time around, you better believe I'm going to be setting myself up for success the night before. The number six mistake that I made is I was not using the five second rule, even though I know better. If you have not read, it's one of my favorite books, Mel Robbins, the five second rule Basically, it is a rule that is going to help you launch yourself out of bed like a rocket. And not only that, you can use this rule for anything. Anytime you don't feel like doing something and you have that thought like, oh, I don't want to do that. You have about five seconds to actually make yourself do that thing before your brain goes to work and convinces you to not do that thing. So what you do is you immediately start counting backwards. Five, four, three, two, one, and go hop out of bed. Five, four, three, two, one, go get on the bike. Five, four, three, two, one, go do whatever it is that you're telling yourself you don't want to do. Stop thinking about it and do it. The seventh mistake that I was making is not doing my goals in the morning. Now, some of them, yes, they are morning goals, like getting up early and working out. But if you really want to achieve your goals, do them first thing in the morning. Do them first thing in the morning. And it goes back to the book, Eat That Frog, the Eat That Frog Principle, which is a book by Brian Tracy. Get your goal done first thing in the morning because the truth is the longer you wait to do your goal, the more likely you are to talk yourself out of doing it. Get it done first. 
The eighth mistake that I was making is I wasn't using my knowledge of habit stacking and habit stacking comes from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, which is a phenomenal book if you haven't read that one. And habit stacking is basically pairing a new habit that you want to create with an old existing habit. Let me give you an example. So for example, one of my habits that I want to create is I want to read my scriptures for 15 minutes every single day. And that is not a habit yet. So I could pair it with an existing habit. An existing habit that I have is waking up and brushing my teeth, brushing my teeth. I don't even have to think about it. So I could, while I'm brushing my teeth, put my scriptures on my phone and have them going while I'm brushing my teeth, while I'm putting my makeup, while I'm getting ready in the morning and stack those habits one on top of the other. It is proven that if you use habit stacking, you're more likely to really lock in that new habit that you're wanting to create. Mistake number nine, I was not tracking my progress. I tracked my progress by weighing myself the first week after I started, but then I got derailed and I fell off the wagon, right? After I fell off the wagon, I stopped weighing myself. Why? Because I didn't want to face the reality that I've probably gained the weight back that I lost tracking your progress. Like if you have a goal that you can actually track the progress, that's going to help you stay on track. It's also going to hold you accountable to showing up daily and doing the habits that you committed to doing. So here on out, I'm going to track my progress. Another way to track your progress, by the way, if you have a goal that you're like, okay, well, I can't really measure it. Another way to track your progress is to do something called don't break the chain. So get a calendar, or just get a piece of paper and make a bunch of boxes. If you have a goal for 30 days, every single day that you do that goal, cross off the box. Okay. This is going to create a chain effect. It's going to help you achieve the goal. You're going to not, the goal is to not break the chain, or you could do it in reverse. You could get post-it notes and let's say you have a goal for 30 days, right? One through 30, on those post-it notes, put them on your wall. And every single day that you achieve the thing, you're going to remove a post-it note from off of your wall. This is a way to track your progress visually. And it's also going to give you a dopamine shot, which is going to feel amazing. If you're like me and you love making lists and you even write things on the list just to cross them off, even though you already did that thing, it's, that's a dopamine shot that we're getting when we do that. You're going to love those two things. Try those. They really do work. The 10th mistake that I made is lack of accountability. Now I did good in the beginning. I announced it on an Instagram. Here's my goals. And I also told people on Instagram, I'm going to be keeping you updated on my progress and my stories. Well, that didn't happen after I fell off the wagon. I didn't bring it up again. Why? Cause I was embarrassed having someone that you can be accountable to a friend Uh, maybe your spouse, somebody that you share your goals with, and then you check in with regularly can really help you achieve your goals. And you can do this like I'm doing it on Instagram too, but make sure you show up every single day or weekly or whatever you say you're going to do and share your progress and tell people, which I'm going to tell them this time, Hey, if you don't hear me share about my goals, please come into my, my DMS and ask me about them. Why? Because I know when people start asking me like, Hey, how are you doing? I'm going to feel guilty if I haven't been working on my goals. Those are the 10 mistakes that I identified that I made when setting my goals for the new year. And I'm going to reward them for you as 10 tips because going forward, I'm going to do these 10 things. Number one, write down your goals. Number two, make your goals visible. 
Number three, define your why. This is super important. Take time to do this. Really dig deep. What's your why for these goals? Because that why is going to get you through on the days when you don't feel like doing it. Number four, remove the temptation. Stop buying the freaking rice pudding, Jenny. Number five, set yourself up for success the night before. Number six, use the five second rule. Remember five, four, three, two, one, go. Number seven, do your goal first thing in the morning. Eat that frog, get it done. Number eight, use habit stacking to help you achieve your goal. Pair your new habit, your new goal with an existing habit. So you'll be more likely to do it. Number nine, track your progress. What you track, you can control. Number 10, accountability. Get an accountability partner or even announce it on Instagram and then stay accountable to your followers. This time around with those 10 tips in place, I feel confident that I'm going to achieve my goals and I'm going to develop new habits and I'm going to get back to Jenny on fire. I hope this episode has helped you. And speaking of accountability, if you want to be accountable to each other, slide into my messages on Instagram. Tell me what your goals are or post about it in your stories and tag me at Jenny underscore Peterson. So we can keep each other accountable so we can cheer each other on. By the way, if you enjoyed this episode, I really hope that you hit the subscribe button and tune into next week's episode. We are diving in to a trend that I'm seeing all over TikTok. It's called lucky girl syndrome. Here's the truth. This has been around for years. It just has a new name. And we're going to dive into the science-backed research behind lucky girl syndrome. And I'm going to share with you how you can actually apply this to your life. I'm so excited. So hit the subscribe button or even better. If you want me to text you each week when the new episodes drop, text me the word podcast. My phone number is 385-220-8658. And I will send you a text weekly so you don't miss out. As always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you so much and I hope to see you inside another episode.